0: I was looking on the right, but saw only darkness. I was looking on the left, the same. And what do you see when you look around? A pitch black darkness surrounded me for a long time. Every time when I woke up, it seemed to me that it was late at night outside. My name is Diana and I am blind, but it has not always been this way. I lost my eyesight because of an accident. And the worst thing is that it was not my fault. There was an unusually large amount of snow for our state that day, and the road was heavily covered with snow. Despite the difficult weather conditions, some driver decided to overcompensate. He skidded and lost control. His car was thrown to the side and it rammed mine. I was carried into a ditch and my car turned over several times. I remember the guilty driver running to me, and then I passed out. I woke up already in the hospital, but I didn't immediately understand where I was as, when I opened my eyes, I realized that I could not see anything. I could only hear the voices of doctors. The doctor explained that my cornea had been badly damaged in both eyes, and also that they had done everything they could to restore my eyesight. But this didn't give any results. I burst into tears. Fortunately, I could still do that. The next few days were the most difficult ones. It was like I was relearning everything and trying to get used to my helplessness. However, I must say that the rest of my senses have greatly exacerbated, as if compensating for the loss of my eyesight. For example, I could easily find my favorite coffee shop by smell, which I visited very often. There, I could enjoy the aroma of freshly brewed coffee that I loved so much. And that's where I met Jeremy. He kindly brought me a cappuccino. It seems to be yours. Yes, thank you. Jeremy put the coffee on the table, but was in no hurry to leave. I have already put your tips in the jar. I'm not a waiter. I just wanted to say that I often see you in this cafe. And? And now I finally dared to approach you. You smell of coffee beans. Yes, and you seem to have an unusually sharp nose. Other senses get exacerbated when you are blind. I deliberately said it so sharply, but he did not seem to be taken aback at all. I have guessed that you are blind. Can I sit down? Sure. At first, I was very skeptical of him. I treat everything new like that. This is my way to protect myself. But that day, Jeremy and I had been chatting for a long time and had drunk more than one cup of coffee. He even seemed cute to me. We began to spend more and more time together, and gradually our friendship grew into something bigger. We soon started living together. Jeremy adored me and literally catered to my every whim. He would check if my coffee was not too hot, and every night he would read to me before bed. With him, I felt completely safe. Our paradise had lasted for several years. One morning, the phone rang in our bedroom. I picked up the phone and heard a man's voice. Diana, is that you? This is Dr. Connor. We met a few years ago after the accident. Has something happened? The doctor told me amazing news. After talking to him, I had a feeling that now my life would change forever. I hung up with my hand shaking. Who was that? Jeremy asked. "Doctor Connor." He said there was a chance to restore my eyesight. Some kind of tension hung in the air and Jeremy said nothing to me. I did not have to consider the doctor's offer for a long because I really wanted to regain my ability to see, which had been unfairly taken away from me. The very next day, Jeremy took me to the hospital. Dr. Connor told us that due to modern treatment methods, there was an opportunity to restore my eyesight, but the operation was expensive and risky. I felt Jeremy squeeze my hand tightly but I was determined to undergo the operation, despite the risks. Jeremy asked the doctor to leave the office with him, and they were discussing something for a long time without me. When Jeremy came back, he hugged me and said that I didn't have to worry about money. He would cover all the expenses. (laughs) I didn't know how to thank him. I understood that this procedure was very expensive and it would be difficult for him. On the appointed day, I went to the operation. Before that, Jeremy entered my room. Lean over, I asked and ran my palms over his face. What are you doing? I want to remember your face. You will see it soon. I hugged my sweetheart. In the operating room, the doctor put an anesthetic mask on my face. I closed my eyes and woke up a few hours later. Dr. Connor made sure I felt good and offered to remove the blindfold from my eyes. At first, I was afraid to open my eyes. But then, after gathering all my courage, I did it. (sighs) And it was the happiest moment. I could see again. At first it was unfocused and blurry, but over time the picture got clearer and brighter. I wanted to go up to the window and see the sun again, but at that moment Dr. Connor closed the curtains. It is too soon. Now it's better to protect your retina. I got a little upset, but nodded in understanding. And someone wants to see you now. A man entered the room with flowers in his hands. He smiled. I don't know why, but a shiver ran down my body automatically. Hey, it's me. You're Jeremy, said the stranger. I, I'm i sorry. I didn't recognize you. Well, that's not surprising, as you're seeing me for the first time. He sat down on my bed, and I ran my hands over his face again. Even though my hands said it was him, my eyes saw something frightening in him, and I could not understand why, as he was very attractive. Jeremy hugged me and congratulated on the success of the operation. Dr. Connor gave us recommendations and sent us home. I was going in the car and looking at our city from the car window. A lot had changed since the last time I saw it. There were tall apartment buildings in the city center, and there were even more billboards now. Fortunately, nothing had changed in our district. We drove past my favorite coffee shop, which I recognized by its smell. I asked Jeremy to stop there. Within a few minutes, I was enjoying delicious coffee. It turned out that all this time there had been a beautiful picture on the phone. Now I could see it. Jeremy was sitting in front of me with a thoughtful look. Shall we go home? You can go. I want to go for a walk. Don't worry, I have grown up in this area. (sighs) Jeremy took a deep breath. Before leaving, he kissed me on the cheek. I was walking past cozy shops, and for a second, I stopped near the florist's. I was attracted by the scent of roses. Jeremy often gave them to me. I took one flower, and it pricked me. Beware, roses have thorns. The florist smiled. Roses have thorns. Now I remembered that the ones Jeremy gave me didn't have them, which meant that he had carefully cut them off. After the walk, I returned home. Jeremy was already waiting. Well, how was your walk? (laughs) Fine. Now I want to go around the whole city, see how it has changed. Tomorrow we can do this together. I knew it was my Jeremy, but I had been with him for so many years that now I wanted to rest. I've already asked my friend Rhonda, do you remember her? Jeremy nodded, then went up to the bedroom without saying a word. He looked annoyed. Rhonda and I had been walking around the city all day and chatting. You will not believe it, but tomorrow I'm going to jump with a parachute, my friend was chirping. Do you want to join me? At first I doubted, but a significant part of my life had been incomplete. I wanted to catch up on everything, so I agreed. The very next morning, despite all of Jeremy's warnings, I got on the plane. The instructor, who had attached himself behind my back, patted me on the shoulder. We came to the exit and jumped straight into the abyss. I was looking at this whole huge colorful world and thinking that I would like to visit every corner of it. And then the parachute opened and we were suddenly thrown up higher. (laughs) It was an unforgettable experience. Rhonda was a daredevil and we started spending time together quite often. We went to various events and concerts. I was glad that I could sit not only at a table in a coffee shop, One time, as I got home, Jeremy was already waiting for me in the living room. In his hands, there was a lush bouquet of roses. I examined it closely. All the thorns on the stems had been cut off. You didn't have to do it. This is how I show my care. I appreciate it, but I am no longer blind. All your overprotectiveness only reminds me that I was. You have become very distant, and it scares me. He raised his voice. And you scare me, and I don't know why. Jeremy was angry and even clenched his fists. He was not expecting to hear this. He got up as usual and went upstairs. In the afternoon, when I was walking around the city, Rhonda called me. Are you going to the party tonight? Of course, I haven't been to a party for ages. In the evening, we met with Rhonda at a party. We were dancing and having a great time until one of the guys grabbed my hand. He was holding me tightly and dragging me somewhere. I was trying to break free, but I couldn't. I did not feel so helpless since the time I had been blind. At that very moment, Jeremy appeared. It was so good that I told him where I was going. He pushed my captor away and he fell. It's time to go home, my beloved told me. Yes, it's time. I clung to him and again felt safe as before. We were driving in the car, and as usual, I was looking out the window. And suddenly my heart sank like a roller coaster. I saw the very same street. And the ditch where I had flown over after the car crash. Stop the car! There are roadworks! Stop, please! But Jeremy was not going to comply with my request. I waited for the car to stop at a traffic light, jerked the door handle, and jumped out into the street. Stop! Jeremy was shouting after me. I ran to that very same place where a few years ago my life had been cut short for a while, where I lost my eyesight. The memories of that very day came flooding before my eyes. Snow. A car crash. Another driver's face, and a flight into the abyss. Now I was sitting in the same ditch and watching with wild eyes how Jeremy was running towards me. He went down to the ditch, grabbed my hand, and began to lift me on my feet. I snatched my hand from his. With pain and horror, I was looking into his face. It was you! Jeremy froze. That day, you crashed into me. and Now I remember. I lost my sight because of you! I'm sorry and you've been lying to me all this time. I just wanted to make it up to you, to take care of you. Do not come near me. I crawled back, tears were running down my cheeks. Jeremy was silent. You took my eyesight and all these years lied to me, but he still didn't say anything. He was just standing there with his head down. If I had not found out the truth, would you have told me? No. I was suddenly overcome with anger that my voice broke into a scream. Get out! I don't want to see you, you bloody stalker! Tears welled up in Jeremy's eyes. He obediently turned around and left, forever disappearing from my life. I returned home and locked myself in a room alone with my thoughts. Jeremy was no longer there, but the smell of coffee was still in the air. At some point, I even started to miss him, and stupidly, I thought I shouldn't have kicked him out. But then Rhonda called me. She said that she had been talking to the guy who had grabbed my hand. It turned out that it was Jeremy who had asked him to do it. He wanted to make me feel weak as he could not get over the fact that he could no longer control me. I didn't need him anymore. I didn't need anyone else.